the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob Leffler here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain that everything, every single thing you've been taught by the real estate industry is wrong. And you will make lots more money and way less time by doing the exact opposite. So uh, today's topic, you know, before I get into today's topic, I want to tell you a little story. Back uh, when I was a failing, miserable failing real estate agent, uh, I, uh, my broker came to me one day and he says, hey, Bob, are you uh, having some problems with the IRS? And I said, uh, why do you ask? He said, well, the IRS sent me a letter and they want me to send a percentage of your commission checks to them directly. I said, really? Uh, what's the percentage? He said, 100. I go, oh, I better call them. So I'm going to talk a little bit. To, today's topic is just how to handle your finances when you're in real estate because I learned a little trick that's going to make things uh, Better. So if you're like me, uh, you're a salesperson and salespeople, I think sales gals and sales guys tend not to be great business people, maybe. So uh, that was my story. I wasn't good at handling the money thing. So, you know, what would happen is I wasn't making enough money when I'm selling real estate. And then, you know, I know that I'm going to have to send some money to the IRS. So I'm kind of saving some money for that. Oh, and then the car breaks down. And you got to get the car fixed or you have to get a different car. So then you take that money and then you go buy a car and then the IRS comes calling and you said, hey, uh, I'm driving the payment. So here's the deal. Uh, I'm going to write – I'm going to have you guys write down something that I think is going to help you. So just, just take a piece of paper out and write down your finances. So I had a um, – uh, Floyd Wickman, who is my mentor, he has a son named Gino Wickman, who wrote a book called Traction, which is a great book, by the way. And um, he was the guy that gave me this idea. So if you if you set aside five accounts, so I would have you if you're if you have you know biz online checking, everybody does online banking today, which makes this very easy. Now I used to have to do this back in the day when you would have to schlep the money down to the bank, you know, and then split these things up. So so you get a commission check from your um, brokerage, and then that's 100%, okay? Then you're going to deposit that into your business checking account. Now, some of you don't even have a business checking account, maybe, but you got to have a business checking account. And then I recommend that you have a personal checking account, which you probably all have, and then a marketing checking account, 
and then a tax savings account and an investment savings account. So it's business checking, personal checking, marketing checking, tax savings, and then investment savings account. So we're going to divide every paycheck we get up into these different accounts, and that way we're never going to have a problem with the IRS or anybody else, like your wife or your spouse or your you know kid's college fund or anything like that. By the way, I have a kid in college. It's insane. I mean, you know, the tuition's nothing. It's just she's spending money on food and clothing. It's like out of control. So, and rent. Let's not forget that. So, uh, business checking. This is where you pay all the business things. So, it would be your car payment, your gas in your car, which you write off a portion of at least. And anything that's deductible, so all the fees and and uh, like your licensing fees, paying me to coach you. Oh, was that a shameless plug? I think I just got away with it. Uh, anything, anything like that, you know, office supplies, you know, stamps, whatever. Maybe not stamps. We're go- we'll do that in marketing. So then you've got personal checking. So that would be your uh, spouse's car payment. That would be life insurance. That would be food. That would be your house payment, all that stuff. Anything that's not a business deduction would get paid out of there. Then marketing checking would be if you're doing marketing, uh, something like a website or um, – which and most people don't get any business off their websites. But, you know, direct mail, postage, that kind of thing. Then tax savings account, that's obvious, that's going to get paid to the IRS, and then the investment savings account, okay? So that's building your future. Now, on the investment savings account, everybody always says, hey, every investment advisor would say, pay yourself first. And they always say to invest a certain amount or a to take a certain percentage. So what is that percentage? That right? That's right. It's 10%. So... Uh, by the way, you could have a like a church account. I have that in addition to that. So I give 10% to my church. You know, I got that. So you could add an account if you got something else going on, charity or something like that. Okay. So the investment savings account, 10% of your paycheck, that's the check that you get. So when you get a paycheck, it's after the split and all that stuff. 10% of that, you're going to, you're going to, push over into the investment savings account. And that just keeps building until maybe you're going to invest in a rental property or something like that. Then there's, or a mutual fund, whatever you're going to do. Tax savings account. So what percentage should go in that tax savings account? Uh, And I would say this, if you put 20% into the tax savings account, it would either over cover you or undercover you slightly, but it, when it comes around time to make your either your estimated quarterly tax payments uh, or if you do it annually, some of you do that, then you're not going to have much of a problem if you have a problem. And by the way, these numbers aren't engraved in stone. You can, you can figure this out for yourself. Then there's the marketing checking. So let's say 20% goes into that. 
Then there's personal checking, and let's say 25% goes into that. And then there's business checking, and let's say 25 goes into that. And then we're just, right now, what are we doing? We're just praying to God that these numbers add up to 100. I'm just, you know, I hope they do. But if they don't, then you'll have to reshuffle them a little bit. So here's what happens when you're in real estate. You get a paycheck, and let's say the paycheck is, oh, I don't know, uh, $5,000, okay? You can you can figure out what your average paycheck is and then write that down. So you get a paycheck, it's $5,000, and then 25% of that, and I'll just do some math here. Oh, there's nothing great on radio like doing math, folks. Get out the calculator and do math on the radio. Nothing's more entertaining, but 25% of 5000 is 1250. So 1250 is going to go into my personal checking account, okay? Then 20% of the 5000 is going to go into the marketing checking account and that would be $1000 and then tax gets 1000 and then investment gets 500, okay? And then we're remaining in the business account would be 1250. So let's say uh, you know, 1250 let's say you only have one closing that month, okay? I know this never happens to anybody, but maybe like you were like I used to be and when I was uh, kind of a miserable failure in real estate and I only had one closing that month. Well, then I've got to get of 1250 is what I got in personal. So my life insurance payment, my gas in the in the wife's car or the husband's car, the rent or the the mortgage gets paid out of that. Is that enough to cover that? No, of course not. So what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to steal from one of the other accounts, aren't I? Yeah. So I'm going to steal. Let's see. Where would I steal from? Oh, that investment savings look good. Yeah. I'm going to take the 500 out of that and stick it into the personal account. So I'm stealing from where? That's right. I'm stealing from my future, of course. Now, wait a minute. Now I've only got seventeen fifty. I still don't have enough for rent and food and clothing and you know all that stuff. So I I actually need a little bit more. So where am I going to steal from now? You know I'm going to take it out of the marketing account. Yeah, I'm going to steal from my future, of course. So I take a little money. So now I'm up to twenty two. Maybe that covers me. Maybe not. I don't know. But that's kind of how it goes. So. The reality is the reality. The reality is, yes, we should be saving 10% of every paycheck. We all agree on that. We know that the IRS, we can't steal from that account. The IRS is going to get their $1,000 because you know what? The IRS enforces that with guns. They come to your house with the guns drawn. They stick you in jail if you don't make the payment. So we can't. that's serious. You, know, you can't be screwing around with that. But that marketing thing and the investment thing, that's kind of all, you know, we could we could do it, we could not. And then the personal, that has to get paid and the business is the business. So the reality is if you're not making – if you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you are open to the idea of having some help, we're here to help you. But if you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were – and you can't make the payments, the reality is you are stealing from these accounts. Even if you don't have the accounts open, you're stealing from your future. So this is happening. So what what would happen is when I – thank God Gino told me about this idea. So 
what happened is I realized, hey, I'm stealing from my future. And then I had to have a little talk with myself. And the little talk I had to have with myself maybe is the same little talk you have to have with yourself. And maybe it goes something like this. I said, gee, Bob, that's what I call myself in my head. I said, gee, uh, I think I'm not making enough money. So when the check comes and it's $5,000, you say, hey, that looks like a big chunk of money. But then when you divide it between all these accounts and you realize that the $1,000 goes to the IRS, another 1000 goes to saving or 500 goes to savings, now we're down to less and then it's less and then it's less and you realize that my business has to run on that 1250 and my personal has to run on that 1250. So take the personal account for example, how many 1250s do I need to uh, run my life? If two of those happened in a month, that would be $2,500. Can you really live on $2,500? Mm, not in Scottsdale, Arizona, where I live. Uh, if I add another 1250 the third one gets me up to 3750 So am I going to be able to live on 3750 You know, probably not. So let's add another 1250 5000 Yeah. You know, most people could probably live on 5000 uh, I couldn't, but most people probably could. And the only reason I couldn't is because I spend way too much money and I, and I like it that way. So if the, if the reality sets in and you say, if I'm doing one transaction a month or I'm doing one this month and two next month and one this month and two next month or I'm doing two a month and that's not enough – then you have to have that little talk with yourself. The little talk goes like this. I'm not making enough money. I have to put in more hours. So if you had a job where you made $5,000 a month salary, let's say, that's only sixty grand a year. In most towns in America these days, you know, if you're in uh, some tiny town and, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, maybe you could, but that's only $60,000. So you you might have to double that to live in most towns in America. So the little talk with yourself goes like this. I'm not putting in enough hours. I'm not doing the right activities. And then what happened was I showed up to work. I got trained. I learned how to do real estate. Thank goodness I hung in there long enough to get trained by the right person. So if that's your situation, and you are earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, and it's not enough to pay the bills, and, and that is probably only 90% roughly of the agents out there. They're not making enough to pay the bills. And even the 10% the that is, they're not killing it really like fearless agents do. Well, then maybe it's just time to have that little talk with yourself. But we're, we are here to help you. So, you know, I remember one time I did a little – goal poster. And on that goal poster, you know, when people tell you to do the vision board or whatever that, so I got talked into doing that in some class I took. And I did that little thing and I put up the, the vision of what I wanted and then I happened to pull that out uh, years later and every single thing on the vision board had come true except for the guitar lessons. That was a biblical level disaster. I don't know what I was thinking. So... Uh, Everything can come true in your life if you have three things. So I want you to write down the three things 
that are going to make all your goals come true if you're in real estate, okay? It only takes three things. It's the right skills, it's the right schedule, and it's the right systems, okay? So what I want to talk about first today is the right schedule, okay? So, and by the way, if any of any of this stuff we talk about on any of our podcasts makes sense to you, and again, you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, and you're open to the idea of having some help, and that's the key. You have to be open to the idea of having some help, and you have to be saying, hey, my way's not working. I'm willing to try it Bob's way, okay? So if you'd like to learn more, you know, you can always call me. I'm always happy to take your call. 480-385-8810. If you'd like to be on the podcast and have me interview you and help you and coach you on live on the on the air, we can do that. But that's my cell phone number. You can always call me. And just, you know, the goal when I have a conversation with somebody is to see if what you're trying to do and what we do here at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. And I'll know if it's a good fit. And if it's not a good fit, I will tell you. I'm not going to try to sell you coaching. I want to make sure that when you do what I tell you to do, first of all, I want to know. I want to make sure you're going to do what I tell you to do, and uh, that you're going to get rich doing it. So, I love talking to realtors. Don't think you're bothering me. Please don't email me. Please don't text me. There is no email and text texting in sales. Always call me four eight zero three eight five eight eight one zero. If for whatever reason you wish you could do the coaching but you you can't afford it, that's fine. Please go to fearlessagent.com, watch the webinar, 45 minutes long. If you are a real estate company owner and you're recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com and watch the videos and all that stuff. So go to go to my video training page. My guarantee to you is those free videos will be better coaching for free than you would pay any amount of money to any other coach in America for. And if you ever have a question, again, you can always call me. So it's fearlessagent.com. So your schedule is really the secret to getting everything done. So uh, if you're going to do 160 transactions a year or 120 transactions a year or 100 transactions a year, like many, many of my coaching students do, uh, you're going to have to have some time management skills that maybe other realtors don't have. So if you look in your company, the the real estate agency you work for, are there any real estate agents that are doing 120 transactions a year, not with a team, just them, and maybe one assistant? Probably not. So if – and you look at the, the top producing agent in your company, and they're probably running around with their hair on fire. And you've seen my hair. You know what happened. So the, uh, the reality is you've got to make every day look exactly the same. So if every day looks exactly the same, it gives you a calmness and you're not, you know, frantic and, you know, crazy. So when somebody, like yesterday, I had a conversation with somebody uh, who was really brand new coaching with me. And he said, uh, I said, how many listing appointments did you schedule last week? Now, I've been coaching him for I think two or three weeks. And he said, I scheduled seven listing appointments last week. 
So that's one every weekday plus two more. So he's on track to do well over 40 transactions in the next 12 months. So the reality is he could afford an assistant right now if he paid them on commission only, which is the only way you can ever you know, hire an assistant. There are no salaries in real estate. This is commission sales. So you, know, you can delegate some stuff. But the thing you need is, first of all, a scheduling process, okay, and a color coding system. So I do, you know, I'm a Mac guy, Apple boy, and uh, I have always used iCal, which is the calendar function in um, that's the Apple thing. And it's easy to color code your little your little appointments. So no matter what you use, whether it's a, you know, some people use day planners, um, you know, paper, which is fine. And then some people use a computer thing, but color code two colors. So I'm going to recommend these two colors. It's going to be red and green. Green means money and red means not money. It would be like when I go to church, that would be red. When I'm, uh, uh, if I have an appointment is what I'm talking about. So appointments are scheduled times in your day. I'm not talking about to-do list stuff. I'm talking about appointments. So let's say you have an appointment to go talk to your accountant. Is that green? No, that's red. Let's say you're going to hold an open house. Is that green or is that red? I think that's red maybe because I'm just sitting there waiting for people to come in. Green to me is a scheduled time when I'm going to cause money to get made. And we, we could argue whether open houses do that or not, but they probably do. I just used red for that. It was an appointment and I did make money. So prospecting time, green. Listing appointment, green. Meeting with a buyer in my office, green. Uh, presenting a offer to somebody, green. That kind of stuff is green. Prospecting, green, for sure. Presenting, green, for sure. Every other thing, kind of, to me, is going to be red. So if I'm looking at my schedule and it's mostly red and I'm broke, well, maybe that's the problem. If it's mostly green and I'm broke, that's not a schedule problem. That's a skill problem. I can fix that for you. That's easy. So the scheduling process is this, 9 a.m., noon, 2.30, and 7. Those are the times of day that matter to the fearless agent. Now, if you've got weird things going on in your life like kids or uh, you know, volunteer jobs or maybe you have another part-time or full-time job, then we're going to have to massage this a little bit and change it. But 9 a.m., noon, 2.30, and 7. What happens at noon every day no matter what? Oh, throw 5 p.m. in there. I forgot. So at noon and 5 p.m. is when you eat. Noon, it, I don't care what you're doing. At noon, you quit doing it and you go eat. At 5 p.m., I don't care what you're doing. You quit doing it and you go eat, okay? 2.30 and 7 are listing appointments, buyer appointments, and investor appointments. Never make appointments with customers at any other times of the day. And then 9 a.m. is sacred religious prospecting time. So every fearless agent, coaching student that's full-time and doesn't have some weird thing going on in their life, at 9 a.m., they're on the phone. Who do they call first? They call their sphere asking for referrals, using the fearless agent words, the magic words. Then who do they call? New 
for sale by owners. Not old stale for sale by owners. New for sale by owners. Then they, how many of those are there? One or two or three? Then they go to new expireds and canceleds. Then they go to follow-up calls from previous cold calling. And, you know, it's, it's probably still not noon yet. And then they spend the rest of the day, every hour they can jam into the day, cold calling to put people into the pipeline for future follow-up calls, which is where the real big bucks gets made. Hey, it's noon. I'm going to lunch. You go to lunch. You don't take your phone into lunch with you. You leave the phone in the car. It's me time. You and I go out to lunch. We're going to leave our phones in the car. We're going to have a nice chat. We're going to look around the room at all the losers who are typing at each other. And uh, we're going to have a nice little conversation. Then we get back in the car. We return phone calls. We drive back to the office. Then we have an appointment. Do I have an appointment at 2.30 in the afternoon listing appointment? Yes, I do. So I'm going to prepare for that. I show. I leave at 2. I get there at 2.30. I earn $5,000 because I listed, you know, a house. Then it's 5 o'clock. I'm hungry and tired. So I eat dinner. Then I have a 7 o'clock listing appointment at Maybe 10 p.m. I'm wrapping up the paperwork for that. I've made another $5,000. It's a $10,000 day. And I've earned two commission checks in one day. And you can't do that any other way. And still get your prospecting done, which is where all the money comes from ultimately. So at 9 a.m., I'm on the phone tomorrow, noon. I have no appointments tomorrow. I eat. I get back on the phone until 5. At 5, I eat. Maybe I get back on the phone till 8 at the latest. So that's how every day should go. If you're not on a listing appointment, you should be prospecting. But who's going to do all that other crap? Who's going to do all that other stuff that has to get done? And it has to get done. Well, maybe somebody else. Maybe it's your assistant because if you don't have an assistant, then you do have an assistant, but it's you So you either are your own assistant, but when you're scheduling five listing appointments a week, at that moment, you really can afford to have an assistant. So take your planner out, take your calendar out, and block out these times. Number one, all scheduled appointments this week. Is a dental appointment an appointment? Yes, it is. Doctor appointments an appointment. Church is an appointment. You know, whatever you got, personal stuff, appointments. I have a uh, charity gala that I have to go to. Uh, when is that? Saturday night. It'll be torture. You know, don't worry. Who who looks more out of place at a gala than I do? Nobody. That's for sure. But it's a thing. I got to go to it. Okay. So those things, you block the time out and, and extra block out the driving time, driving to and from time. Then... Uh, if you want to block out time off, you can do that. I don't do that. I like a lot of weights, white space in my calendar. Uh, prospecting time, 9 to 11. It's scheduled. So if somebody says, hey, Bob, can you uh, tomorrow morning, could you? I go, no. Uh, no. Well, why not? Because it's going to be fun. No. No. Sorry, can't help you. I'm going to be working. Can you give me a ride to the airport? But No. Uh-uh. Can't help you. Uber. Get them. Uh, lunch is at noon. What I don't do at lunch is business lunches. I try not to have a business lunch. 
Uh, I try to be at lunch with a friend, something that just doesn't have anything to do with work because I need a little me time because I'm working the rest of the time. Then there's, uh, uh, you know, any any other, all your appointments, listing appointments, buyer appointments, investor appointments. Those are going to be at 2.30 or 7. If I don't have one, it's white space. If I do, it's green. And that is going to make you rich. It's as simple as that. So what I really want uh, for all of you is, first of all, thank you for joining us today and every day. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. I would love it if you would go to the podcast review thing. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, If you ever have a question about anything, you can always call me directly at 480-385-8810. Uh, please go to fearlessagent.com and, you know, look at all the videos, watch all that stuff. Uh, Please do tell a friend about Fearless Agent. If you are a raving fan of Fearless Agent, and we do have 100% raving fans, which is nice for me, uh, please tell your friends about it. We want to make them rich too. You can visit us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. And What I want you to always do, one thing that fearless agents always do is they always have fun. If it ain't fun, we ain't doing it. They're always humble. When you get these super-duper amazing skills, you know what? Stay humble. But most of all, until next week, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.